0: Let's pray. God, unless you speak to our hearts today, nothing of value will be said. So give me your words to speak and keep me completely out of your way. Open our minds, open our hearts, open our best laid plans to your spirit. Move us forward in confidence and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. In case you didn't know, we are in the midst of a global pandemic. For the last 16 months, we've all been contemplating our health a lot, right? We, get, we sneeze and then we're like, oh no, is it the Rona? Our throat might get a little sore, a headache. We had a tiny reprieve, it seems tiny, but it was so beautiful when many of us got vaccinated and we thought, oh my goodness, we can be on the other side of this thing and then the Delta variant came, and here we are again, even those of us who are vaccinated, watching ourselves for symptoms again. So to lean into this paying attention to our health stuff, think back on the time that you were the sickest you've ever been. Have you ever been so sick that you can't even get out of bed? Maybe the only way you can get out of bed is to puke or something awful. So obliterated physically, that you aren't even able to read or watch something on Netflix or grab yourself a glass of water, you're just done. For most of us who enjoy good health most of the time, it's a really strange feeling to be laid that low. It's unusual for us to not be able to take care of ourselves, to literally not be able to do it. But there are times in our lives where we hit that wall physically But there are also other times in our lives where we hit that wall in other ways emotionally mentally relationally and more i have experienced grief so intense that i can't function normally and i've watched as others are brought to their knees by stress and pain and suffering unable to function normally we are human we have a finite human strength that can run out. We come to the end of it sometimes, and there are times, for all kinds of reasons, that we can't take care of ourselves. Elijah was at a crossroads like this in our first King's text this morning. He had just witnessed the incredible power of God in a really dramatic way, defeating the prophets of Baal publicly. It really should have been like the highlight mountaintop experience of his ministry. But with that incredible victory, he had angered the powerful Jezebel, who put a hit out on him. Elijah, who had just watched God rain down fire from heaven to prove God's power, was afraid for his life. And ran away. To be fair, he didn't really run. He he wandered aimlessly away, but still he got out of there. Elijah was so depressed, so despondent, so at the end of himself, that he wanted to die, but didn't have enough energy to make it happen. He withdrew, walking a full day out into the wilderness, wandering, finally giving up. He laid down under a desert shrub. He was at the end of himself. He could not, would not, take care of his own needs. But something really interesting happened when he gave up like that. When he walked all the way to the end of his strength and just laid down, he was cared for god sent angels to bring him food and to remind him to eat and drink it and they allowed him to rest and sleep i want you to notice something really important this morning church the angel did not rouse him to send him on his way to get him back to work nor did the angel wake him up to scold him for running away and not believing in the power of god The angel roused him to remind him to take care of himself to eat the food that the angel had brought him to drink the water that the angel had supplied in this story the food also has a symbolic significance you know in the scriptures there's people far wiser than i am that are that are looking at the text and the original words and and parsing them out. And there's some significant words in this text. The bread was baked on coals. And the word used for coal in this scripture is a rare one and is one that is not used very often in scripture. But the same word for coal was used in Isaiah 6, 6, when the angel lifted the coal to Isaiah's lips to purify him for ministry. Also the jar that held the water for Elijah that day out in the wilderness, was a word that is very rare in the biblical canon, and it is the same word that is used for the jar that held the oil belonging to the widow of Zarephath. Remember her? She was the woman who, in the drought, had just enough oil to give herself and her son one last meal before they died. Elijah ran into her while she was gathering sticks to make a fire for that last meal, just ready for them to be done but God used Elijah to miraculously make sure that her flour and oil in that jar did not run out, providing for her, providing for her family, a miracle of continuous provision. So God fed Elijah in his exhaustion and provided promises for him and embedded promises for us to find in the scripture as well of miraculous provision, not just for Elijah, but for many more throughout time and space and generations. This is not just a special moment between God and the angels and Elijah. This is a moment where we get a window into who God is and what God does. When Jesus says in our gospel, I am the bread of heaven, We then can amazingly understand even more what that means it means the bread that sustains the bread that is cooked on the coals that will inspire us to prophesy the water and wine that is provided in a vessel that will never run out when we have given up and come to the end of ourselves this is the bread that will give us the strength to move forward, rejuvenated. This is who God is and what God does. Being sustained for the journey then is not just something that happens to the spiritual superstars or the main characters of the Bible. God brings holy sustenance, inspiration, support, hope, and more to us all. Each of us has times when we come up against a wall, where we come to the end of ourselves in all kinds of different ways, in all kinds of different contexts. And when these things happen and we are tempted to give up, we are invited instead to take a break, to take a breath, to maybe take a nap, and allow God's provision to take care of us. This does not mean to numb ourselves. Our culture likes to try to get us to numb ourselves when things go wrong. But that's not our answer, Christians. Turning to something to try to blot out the pain that could harm us is never a good idea. If we get in the habit of turning to something to numb our pain, then our pain will just be buried and fester, and make things worse in all kinds of ways. Now, if you have been in the habit of numbing your pain that way, grace abounds. Do not add guilt on top of that. Then you'll have to sift through the guilt in addition to the things that are numbing it. Simply know that that you don't have to do that. That with God's strength you can face it. That you are strong enough and you are worth the work to release and let go and rest and be nourished. Go for a run or walk, do an art project or puzzle, pray, visit with a friend, go to church, take a nap. Let the angels help you. Because in a miraculous gift of God's provision, each of us is given the opportunities to be the angel. The one who feeds the person who is hurting and reminds them to stay hydrated. The one who tells them to rest now and I'll go fold the laundry or walk the dog or take out the trash or whatever else will be useful while they take a nap. We are Christ's body enlisted into God's holy work of healing, peace, and hope. We get to be the angels. I love all the angels in this space. I've mentioned them before. But they remind us. They remind us of God's care for us. And they remind us to be inspired, to be those hands and feet, those angels that will come. Rub it back. Drink some water. Have some tea. I made a casserole. Or I don't know, I guess Lutherans like jello, right? Well, here in Texas, it's brisket have another bite of brisket, here's some tea, reminding us, these angels do, of our role in God's work. You, are angels, sent to do your part in alleviating the pain of the world, one precious, incredible person at a time. If you've not yet experienced a moment in your life where your circumstances lay you so low that they obliterate you, you will. Grief and pain are as certain in this life as joy and beauty. And when you do, and even if you are right now, know that God is with you. Allow yourself to be cared for. This is a feat for some of you, I know. Rest, be sustained by the bread of heaven, miraculous sustenance. And when we see you hurting, this fleet of angels will be there for you to rub your back, to give you snacks, to fold your laundry, and to remind you that you are worth healing and that there is always hope for you And when you can't believe it for yourself, we will believe it for you. And then one day, you can return the favor. Bread from heaven. Thanks be to God. Amen.